Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER What's up, mother suckers? Welcome to another episode of Mother Sucker Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Blackson. I'm never alone. Hello, everyone. Thanks again for listening every week. I guess they love our voice, Michael Blackson. Maybe they listen to us before they go to sleep. I don't know. I I, used, so, yeah. I listen to YouTube before I go to sleep. Like, History Channel, boom, one minute gone. Well, if anybody listens to us before they go to sleep, it's definitely not a woman and a a man and his beautiful wife. I don't think they listen to us. As <laughs> maybe uh, two men maybe listen to us before they fall asleep. Or a lonely <laughs> guy, probably a thief that just robbed the bank. Now he's <laughs> in his bed sleeping along with his money. I don't think there's no couple, not a normal beautiful couple, fall Come asleep on, on our voices, okay? Probably freaks, perverts, kidnappers <laughs> and and run away like kids that ran away from home how about them people listening to us while they're in traffic we listen to ourselves while we because were they traffic. have no choice and he's bad for them. i don't think they really like us man yeah we were just accidentally on the radio it's okay man well thanks again god loves us that's all that matters god loves you too whoever you are drive safely what are you wearing today chinese best friend uh, i'm wearing the uh clothes that i did not get from your friends oh no free clothes today i had to buy this myself michael bluxon for those who listening chinese best friend get all the free clothes that i get that i don't wear yeah but oh, you're supposed to wear it, not me after not i wore wearing... it their value went down they all went bankrupt 
hey, they don't worry. Very soon, you're going to be very valuable to them. You're going to be my Mr. Hand-Me-Down of Michael Blackson. I'm going to have to lose at least 100 pounds. Nah, I just tell them make a bigger size of my size. I should wear like an <laughs> extra medium. I just tell them they make you like a... I'm uh, extra large. Yeah. yeah In a good day when I don't eat a lot of fried rice, I could be a large, but it's a little uncomfortable with the belly. So you just wearing, those are, those clothes actually cost you money this this week. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend, uh, shout out to my girlfriend. She bought it Chinese for me breakfast. last she, Christmas. She had a baby together. You got to get up for, wait, three, four years. How long you guys been together? Oh, it's been a good five years, Michael. Why is she still your girlfriend, Chinese girlfriend? Are you scared to commit to her? Yeah, after you proposed on national television, I feel like I'm going to have to propose also. You have a ring or you want to borrow? Yeah, can I borrow your ring? I'll get, maybe I'll see if I get rather give the the friendship. I gave her a promissory ring before the engagement ring. I'll see if I give you, like you borrow that. Michael Blackson, you hand me down clothes, not, Engagement rings for goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, oh, thanks, Mike. We could talk about it after the show. I'll take it. Okay, thanks. I gotta talk to Ryder because she likes that ring more than her engagement ring. <laughs> and that ring was like freaking ten percent of what the engagement ring cost. She liked that oh. rather ring better. I'm like, I oh, yeah? saved a whole lot of money. I could have just tricked she, you. And just she likes the cheaper took, version. Took the ring off her hand while she was asleep and just. Give it to her and the next day and just got on my knees and put on her other finger. See yeah. myself. I was going to propose Michael Blackson, but after seeing your very sweet proposal, uh, I don't think I could beat that. Don't That's, try to beat me. Chinese yeah, that, that was too... That was like Just weird. impress your Chinese people. What can you do to impress them? Like, can you like... Eat more rice? I don't know, Mike. Uh, good. I'm glad you said it because I don't, I don't want no Chinese hate crime. On Chinese me. people are not listening to us right now. They have other things to do. Like what? I don't know. Probably like making Louis Vuitton bags or <laughs> Honda Civic. I mean, we're shortage in vehicles right now. There is shortage. COVID, they fucked a lot of things up. Yeah. Well, All right. Well, hey, um, time for nigga news. Yeah, well, this, this is a very sad news. We oh, lost. Sad news? Yes. Colin Powell passed oh, away. Oh, when did he pass away? Where the fuck do you know? Do you care about black people or Chinese best friend? I do, but uh, I thought he was Donald Trump. Well, you don't know much, but let me tell you, he's the first black secretary of state and president of the light-skinned committee. General Colin Powell has passed away. He was a strong, light-skinned brother, okay? He was so tough, even Donald Trump didn't mess with him when he was alive. Wow. He was so bad that he was the only person in Congress who was Democrat, Republican, and independent, and nobody (laughs) said shit to that nigga. (laughs) Wow. He did everything, man. He was every, he was wherever the fuck he wanted to be. He's the force to be not reckoned with. Rest in peace, General. Rest in peace. Colin Powell. I should have invited him to the podcast. Uh, he was eight. You know what the thing about it? He was 84 years old. I didn't even look huh? that old. He was 84. Wow. That guy looks like he's at least like maybe 65. Yes. He looks way younger than the, than the president himself. Yeah. How did he die, Michael Blackson? They said complication to COVID. He oh, was 84. God. I mean, he lived his life. Yeah, he lived his life. I mean, I, I pretty much like, I mean, 84. Would you want to go past 84, Chinese best friend? How you want to live? How long? Uh, I want to live to like maybe, you know, 125 if possible. But I don't this think that's This is not possible. the biblical era, Chinese best friend. Okay, you're not going to live past. By looking at the way your body's built, 
How many I'll give you, you 71 at tops. Oh, thanks a lot, Michael Blackson. I was actually going to say 58, but yeah, you right. added another 12 years. Of my life. I, since my dick stopped working, I'm, I'm ready to be out. Check me out. Huh? 180. You think? Yeah. But you know, I've seen that Chinese thing. It was something I was watching. Is is it like a tradition where the, like the Chinese guy punched himself in the balls? You ever, you oh. ever seen that video? Oh, it makes just, you live longer. Is that what it is? I'm punching my shit in the balls. No, no, they're hitting their stuff in the balls with bricks. It's a video. Look, I'm telling you, look at Google it. Asian men punching I've, their stuff in the nuts. I've heard of it. I've seen it before. Yeah, what's that about? Is that I've seen it you, in the Rush Hour movie, but not uh, not the fucking Rush Hour. I saw it on Instagram. Yeah, I gotta research that more, Michael Bloxon. That sounds very interesting. You don't know shit about it. It's your no, people. I have no. I haven't seen it. I mean, I've seen it, but I don't know what's what is the about tradition about. Well, maybe it's very Chinese because you're Filipino. Oh, because you know what? There's is it a Vietnamese. No, it's maybe it's from Chinese. Korea. Maybe South. Sudan? But there's a rule in China that you could only have a maximum of two kids. You can't have more than that. What the fuck has to do with them punching himself in the nuts? So you can't have babies anymore. Oh, maybe, oh so all those who have more than two kids had to punch yourself yeah, in the nuts. Like a few times a day, maybe. That makes sense. Ah. I mean, right? That, imagine we had to do that in America. Oh, fucking Nick Cannon <laughs> who had to punch himself in the face and his nuts, huh? <laughs> How many kids he got? He got, uh, he, he, I think he fathered four kids this year. Yeah. Do you wow. know the funny thing he said on his new show? What? He said he loved his kids so much that he gave each of them their own mother. Wow. <laughs> it's like, Oprah, you can have a mother. 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 What a very thoughtful That's man. That's very unselfishness of him. I'm, shout out to Nick Cannon, my homie. He reminds me of that show that he does wilding out. He's wilding out all the time, Michael Bloxham. Yeah, he is a wilding out kid. Um, yes, I, well, you know what, since we're talking about kids, yeah, I would guess as somebody that knew me since I was a little kid. Whoa. Yes. I can't wait to meet I don't, her. I don't, I call her my parents' daughter, and she your calls me. Oh, that's the girl you always uh, putting yeah, your parents' daughter? I was my parents' daughter, and she calls me her parents' oh, son. I was so confused for so long. Ladies and gentlemen, my sister, my blood, the only, your Annie, wow. Apple, She's born on Friday. Your name is that long? I just added an extra name to it. Annie's here. Because I was going to get into sports, but Annie, uh, you know, uh, my nephew is an athlete. Shout out to Eli Apple. Shout out to the Cincinnati Bengals. They are four and two. Four and two? By the time that, yeah, I mean, wow. right at this moment. They're having a great season. Their defense is amazing, and he's part of that defense. So yes, shout out to my Eli nephew. Apple. Eli Apple, if you're not. I went to the first game, and yeah, I mean, crazy. those guys were relentless. They just refused to lose, and they know how to win. So, I mean, it's great to be. I think sports is all about team, right? Because it's just getting with that right team that you fit in perfectly to win, right? Annie? Hi, Eli. Mom loves you. Eli, are you listening to us? You think he is? <laughs> no, he's getting ready for Lamar Jackson because, you know, on the 24th of October, they do play the Ravens. So, yeah, we're going to be busy with that. But I believe we can win it. 
Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, they, they came, they should have won, they should have beat the Green Bay. Oh, my God. I was at that game. It was so... How, how nerve-wracking was like that? Like, the fourth miss... It was just, it was insanity. I was proud of that defense, but it was just one of those things where it was it was crazy. But the good thing is we were able to contain Aaron Rodgers for most of it. And so whenever you take the ball out of his hands and put it in the, you know, the kicker's hand, you're winning. But unfortunately, the scoreboard said differently. But anyway... Put that behind us, beat Detroit. Now we have Ravens ahead. So, yes. shout out to them. Yes. I'm glad that he found a team that he fits in perfectly. The team, great everything. The team just amazing chemistry. Well, Eli's a hard worker. He's a hard worker, and he's one of the most emotionally resilient people I know. My son is the most unbothered human ever. He is chill. How about his... your brother, Michael Blackson? Well, we'll yeah. get to me first. <laughs> let, let's let's. Stick... <laughs> Let's no, but Eli, sports. you know, Eli, is, you have to have a certain personality to be a professional athlete in American culture. Oh. And um, you have to be one of those people who really know who you are. So mm. your identity is not based on perceptions and affection, right? Yeah. I always say if you live by the approval of others, you would die by their rejection. So it's a matter of knowing who you are and being solid with that and knowing that you have people in your life that really are invested in your well-being and in your in your growth and once you have that what everybody else says and things the mofos ain't doing nothing but scratching their balls on game day while you're out there earning a check so yeah yeah i see that a lot in the bench warmers what scratching the balls no i'm talking about guys who are on social media not doing anything but have everything to say about what somebody else is doing oh yeah living that grandmama's business living that grandma basement 43 dollars short rent every month but they have a lot to say about what pro athletes are doing. Talk about pro athletes. Let's let um, part of my nigga news. Uh, shout out to my nigga Kyrie Irving. So people are saying Kyrie is a new Colin Kaepernick, except Kaepernick took a knee and Kyrie <laughs> taking a huge pay cut. Uh, he, uh, he's going to lose all this money because uh, he don't want to take the shot. What do you, how you feel about the whole? Yeah. I, I personally, I love Kyrie. Uh, I, I love him as a person. Uh, do I agree with his stance? I think each person can decide what they want to do. That's great. But we are in a whole pandemic. I know we have forgotten that, but we are in a pandemic. And I remember when the pandemic first hit, we all were praying to God for a vaccine. Now we get a mm, vaccine yeah. and everybody's like, I don't know. But the thing is, is the misinformation because the people who are dying at a higher rate from COVID are black and brown people. Um, so it's not a personal choice. I, you know, Americans, we always talk about personal freedom. But when you get on an airplane and that seatbelt light come on, you got to sit your ass down. You can't be like, am I right? Because what public safety has to trump personal choice. That's the price we pay for being citizens of a country is to be able to think about others. So I think it's very important. The vaccine is safe. I have I've gotten mine and I recommend that people if you can get it. If your doctors say you're fine to get it, get it. But I think everybody needs to cut Kyrie slack because I always say that. You know, when, you're, when your teeth messed up, you don't go to your mechanic, right? So you go to the dentist. So we need to stop going to... Well, Chinese best friend. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> we I need to stop. To <laughs> we need to stop. Except I don't go pliers. to... I don't go to comedians for public policy yeah, issues. Sure. I don't go to mm-hmm. athletes for public health issues. There are people in your community who are well qualified. Listen to them. I don't get mad at Kyrie because his choices right now don't affect me. He's not a policymaker. So stop ragging on him and go talk to your congressman or woman. Yeah, Charles Barkley. Stop talking about him. Oh, God, I can't stand Charles. But go ahead. So he's, uh, yeah, so he wouldn't take the shot and then Ben didn't take no shots at the playoffs last year. <laughs> Y'all leave Ben Simmons alone, please. Leave him alone. 
Why leave him alone? Leave him alone. Yeah, Mike, I heard leave he got alone. suspended. But, but let me tell uh, his he's messing with billionaires' money, okay? That's oh, one people right. you got to be scared of is billionaires. You don't mess with rich people money because they know how to play the games too. But you know what it is? Why is it that whenever things go on, I don't know, I watch this in American culture and I've been part of, you know, the news business for a long time and I've been part of sports world. People always, and it always be the poorest people, always siding with the billionaires and the management. It's like, we love oppression. Please oppress us. Hey, oppressor, we will be your oppressee. <laughs> you know, it's just like... This is a management decision. $30 a year, he ain't no, he's, okay. he's rich too. Okay, okay. He I, no, I, yeah. but he's not a billionaire. I think what people need to realize is that we all know that he's not happy there. Um, and they trashed him in the media. They trashed him in his team. So he wants to go somewhere else. But, he's, but they're on a hook for four years of his contract. Money, and I know I've seen this everywhere. People say, well, he's getting paid this. If money could buy happiness, we all be robbing banks, right? The thing is, sometimes when you are not happy, your soul can't be bought. If he's not happy, they're fine away. Let's everybody cut their losses and move forward. But there's nothing in the world worse than being in a place around people and stuff that is killing your soul. Is he going to be willing? Is is he will he be willing to take any loss in the money? No, he's not. No, he shouldn't have to. See, there we go. We <laughs> always think that the player has to be. You see, in the NFL, of course, we don't have con- guarantee contract, right? NFL contracts are written on the beach sand on a windy day. That shit just blows. But with you know NBA, his his money is guaranteed, so Ooh. they have to pay him that money. Whoa. So now what they do is they sully your name in the media, they throw dirt on you to try to make you the bad guy. But you know he's standing his ground. He's like this relationship and it's management. It's not his teammates. He's never had an issue with his teammates. His teammates don't have an issue with him. It's poor leadership. And there's difference between management and leadership. And the Sixers are failing in the leadership department. What? Hold up. Hold up. Joel and B just I said. I know that's your boy owns the team or whatever. Who cares what Joel and B is saying? This is my issue with what Joel and B said today. I don't care about that man. My issue is when athletes stand up there and make a very public they make a business decision personal, public, publicly. If you have an issue with him, go tell your group chat. Go tell your pet. Talk to your dog, your partner, your woman, your whatever. But you can't go and say, oh, I have issue with him. So, so this has nothing to do with you. This is a business decision. This is a management issue. This is between the Sixers management and Ben. And if they can't work it out, let him go. Take your loss because you can't trade him now because you trashed him. They have to pay him uh, the full amount. Basketball. They got to pay him yeah, his money. They're going to try to suspend him or conduct detrimental. That's what they do when and they want to. Eventually, wanna... they're probably just going to have him take half the money to own him. He can't do that. They're going to have to pay him his money. I'm saying, what if he agrees to that, to get the hell out they're of gonna... here? Well, I think that's what it is. It's like, you know, I don't know if anybody's seen the movie Royal of the Roses, but two people who need to not be together trying to be together because they don't want to let the well, house or whatever go in. Yeah. So you're killing that's each Michael other. That's Michael Douglas and uh, what's her name? And somebody, uh, Kathleen Turner. Yeah, somebody end up getting hanged up on the I saw it during the pandemic oh. again. It was so sad. But it's like you have to do what's good for your soul. So I wish Ben well. Ben, I wish you well, well, baby. Keep your head up. He's 25 years old. Yeah. He will oh, grow. my God. 25 years 20... old? I was a father at 25. I'm not making no excuses for him. Oh, yeah, but my head's my thing. As a fan of the game and the Sixers, so the five starters play at a time. It's not football where it's 11 guys. Five. Every person's job matters. So if... You know, if we all getting paid twenty, thirty million dollars a year, you're not doing your job as a team member. Yo, man, what are you doing? You know, we have rights to have issues with each other. There's only five of us. We're trying to get this championship. These people paying us good money. They brought us together to do the things right. My personal opinion is, at the end of the season, when you know when he 
pretty much ended our season. Yeah. Ooh, okay, if it takes five people, how is one person it's ending 25%, your season? 25%. That's a lot. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay, it's but lot. it's a team sport. At the end of the day, it's a team sport because we can all point yeah, out some man, games I, where other guys. If I pass you the ball, you put the shooter and you, um, and you and pass it back. What's the, what's the, you put the shoot the ball. You didn't do your job. My but, job, my thing, he should apologize about the terrible season he's given us. And and, it's, and you're dealing with Philadelphia. Philadelphia is oh, no yeah. joke. We are about hearts. You know, my concern is that with all these sources coming out against Ben, everybody, there's millions of sources. Who's watching the Liberty Bell? Somebody need to keep, keep an eye on the Liberty Bell because I think they're going to blame him for another crack in it. This relationship <laughs> is not working. It's never worked, right? So you cut your losses. I think demonizing him in the media is a strategy. I've seen a lot of team do repeatedly. We all know the media is in bed with management, as we found out with Adam Sheff they're pretty much doing player negotiation and CBA sending his article to a racist Bruce Allen. Hey, can you review this? We see how the game is played. Let's wish the young man well and everybody cut their losses. I can't talk about Ben anymore. All right. Enough of Ben. Uh, yes. ben Let's get to dark skin okay. issues. Can we talk about Ben Affleck in his new movie? I'm just joking. <laughs> no, let's, let's not. One. How about All About, about Benjamins? That's a good movie. All right? About the Benjamins? That's a song, Michael Blackson. Tupac nah, that's also that. a movie starring Mike Epps and Ice Cube. Was it all about the Benjamin? Was it all about the uh, I, 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 Yeah, that's yeah. I get a mess up with um, the presidents. All right, Dead well, presidents. enough of sports shit. I mean, we are we definitely. He's not an athlete. He definitely built like a. I used to be an athlete, Mike. Used to play basketball. He's for had Van athletic high dreams. From who? Van Nuys High School. I was a. Uh, we were champions. I I shoot better free throws than. Ben and Simmons. I played. I, <laughs> yeah. Don't there will be no Ben Simmons trashing on here. I'm not uh, trashing any any I'm Ben trashing. Simmons on here. But I played basketball in high school too. Oh, cool. John Bartram High School. I yeah, did. did I did. Do you play better than him? Because Michael yeah, yeah. was not athletic at all. Yeah. I used to go Michael watch was play. not athletic. I don't even think Mike ever went to gym class. Did you ever go to gym class? I passed you gym. did go to gym class. I remember you used to always your legs were always ashy. Right. I had these little his lines. legs were always ashy. I had these tan shorts that I wore in gym uh, class. I remember that. His nice. knees looked like he'd been walking in flower. <laughs> Like seriously, he was always ashy, and it's really unheard of for Africans because we're very moisturized. Yeah. But Michael's skin was always dry in gym. Yeah. So you did take gym. You didn't the basketball. She used to play I played basketball. basketball. Yes. I oh, did. I remember just this woolly short girl running up the corner. Nobody <laughs> passed the ball. I was a point guard. I was no a point guard. Point guard. You know I, what? <laughs> they, they pointed her like, "Yo, time for you to get out the game." That's how. They, that's the only time she got pointed. I was a point hey. guard. <laughs> Point hard, get out. <laughs> no, I was a and point she, guard, but the problem was sophomore year, I guess I got knocked up and they wouldn't let me play pregnant. So, which I don't understand. You got knocked up in high school? It's a long story. Yeah, I was such a trendsetter. Like, I totally wow. was the first kid. And, like, I was in the honors class because I was like the only one to ever get pregnant. So, I just want to say before Angelina Jolie started getting little black babies, I did it first. So, <laughs> yeah. I am like the trendsetter. I was wow. first one to have a black baby on my hip. Yes. My mom had a baby at the age of 14. But your she mom, had a black you, baby? she didn't have a black baby, oh, though. Yeah, she didn't have a black baby. She didn't have a black she baby. She, she did. Didn't, yeah. What kind of baby she But had? Angelina Jolie Chinese did tell Michael Asian Michael. babies, too. So we we're both yeah. like Angelina Jolie's, like, we beat her to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah but I did play sports. I did play. Um, well, I mean, when I was in Africa, I played soccer as a kid. It's official, but I saw that my Patreon page is now live. My weekly Titty Tuesday and Twerking Thursdays are moving exclusively to Patreon, where they could no longer be censored by the social media companies. I will also be sharing daily updates, plus show announcements here first. See you on Patreon, you mother suckers.
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Everybody in Africa plays soccer. Yeah. We used to play, you know what, we're so poor we didn't have like soccer ball. We used to play, what we play with, man? Wait, let's say this. I don't believe, we weren't poor. Right, because okay, my mom it? always says poverty is not about what you don't have; it's what you don't know you have. So oh, we may right. not have as much money or whatever, but we were we were very much loved. We were very yeah. much sufficient. We got up every day. We had food. We had a roof over our head. Yes, water. We were very cleaned. It Michael was, was always ash. Shit. We used to play yeah. soccer with a uh, grapefruit, <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, grapefruit! And we'll kick the we'll play to the grapefruit bus, and then we yes. got a new grapefruit. Mm-hmm. There's no coconut there. The it's fuck hard. It hurts, you, motherfucker. You, oh, yeah, we're barefoot. Right. You can't play. Yeah, hey, right. Sao. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> you, put, you was born in Philippines, right? Yeah, yeah, but uh, we didn't. But they were rich. You we were. Didn't play. You were yeah, yeah. Well, we were okay. What's but okay? We're, we're just running around throwing rocks at each other. I think. Oh so, wow, yeah, that's 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 a character builder. Fun. That yeah. explains a lot that's going on. With yeah, you. I got a rockhead. <laughs> yeah. 
So you guys argue a lot about sports and oh media. Oh my god! And- no, you know when I was a kid, I still got this fucking. Do you remember hitting me in the fucking head oh with a frying pan? I don't even know what Michael's talking. You hit about. him with a frying pan. A fr- Michael look, always, wow. Michael always, he has these dreams. Can you do the he replay? Was always a- I had a fight with him. My sister, she hit me with a frying pan. The fucking hickey is still there. I, I do not. 30, I do not recall. I might run for like Senate one day, so I will old. not have this tarnish yeah. in my record. Look. I, that never happened. You know, Rada, you felt my hickey, right? That he must have. Pissed. No, that's from one of his ex girlfriends. <laughs> nah, Don't even bring nah, that up here. Forever, you scarred me, nigga. <laughs> that, he must have pissed not... you off a lot. Huh? No, no, no. She was no. a fighter in high school. Oh, that was not it, well, true. That's great. not true. You was that's fighting. not true. That's not true. Sorry, First of all, great, and you get well, no, 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 no. That's not. That's not. That's not. That's not true. Michael is technically older than our mother, so. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> first of all, I came to America with my mom first. Mike came oh. like three years later. Oh. So, um, and I remember um, when he, you know, when he came. So we were close in age, probably like two years, whatever, oh. apart. He is older. Um, yes. She's older than my <laughs> mom. No, he's older than she's my mom. A, she's older my than mom my was the first. No, he, he's definitely older than my dad. She's my dad the same age. <laughs> That's, so, um, yeah, I mean, we grew up, of course, um, Newark, New Jersey, and a funny story. Well, that was, that's that's our first, what? We were funny, for, before we got to Philadelphia, right, right? My mom had to, well, first of all, um, had to work so yeah. we can save enough money to be able to move to Philadelphia and get our own place. Because mm-hmm. before then, we were lived in, like, people's basement, different stuff. And a friend of my mom, who was a renowned pastor, the late... Um, Right. Reverend Lee, Reverend Lee. Oh, Lee. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Reverend Lee. And it was in the 80s where homelessness was starting to go on the rise, but a lot of churches weren't doing anything about it. Mm. So he left the church. He was very, this popular church, and he bought this house in in North Newark and converted into uh, shelter home, a shelter oh, home. Uh-huh. So homeless people. So we lived there, right? We So, because my mom had to like save money. It's hard to save yeah. money so we could buy our own place. But I remember Mike and I were so like ashamed, like, because we lived in this shelter home like the most random people like we had like these two old like old men who like still thought it was the 50s and black folks weren't free we had miss <laughs> june who had like mental health issue mm. she oh. walked around with like lipstick brighter because she was oh, yeah. a beauty queen back in her day but that day passed like mm. 50 years before but she was still very present there so it was like all these eclectic characters all <laughs> around us so i remember we used there were kids who went to um, Broadway Junior High or I used to go to the other school they lived across the street so Mike and I we would literally wait until all the kids that go to school then would try to like sneak out and so the kids so come, out, the us come out the shelter home so one day they're like oh do you live there like oh no <laughs> uh, but what was funny was of course we're Africans and you know everybody knows Af- rice is king and my mom one of the things we had in our room was a rice cooker and there was rules where you weren't allowed to cook in your room, but we didn't really like a lot of the foods that were cooked. So one day, the security guard came knocking on our door, and he was like, y'all in here cooking? We were like, no. And then all of a sudden, the steamer from the rice cooker came <laughs> up behind us. <laughs> we were like, no, we're not cooking. They are like, what is that? There's a smoke coming from behind your head. Because <laughs> we're supposed to they eat the took- fucking shelter home food. I oh, know. Yeah? So they took our rice cooker. Holy shit. I'm sorry. That's taking me back. I'm very triggered right now. No, I would kidding. cry too if somebody <laughs> yeah. takes my rice cooker. They took our rice cooker. It was very traumatic. But um. But then we still, you know, we still graduated. 
I mean, we we still did well, and we did. did. You, you went to Broadway Junior, you went to Broadway Junior High as well, right? No, because remember, you were a couple of years ahead of me. Oh, that's we right. didn't move to Philly until my freshman year of high school. Oh, okay. okay yeah, okay. we moved to Philadelphia my freshman, freshman years year, of high okay. school, and, I was a and yeah, okay. and Philadelphia was a good move for us. But mm-hmm. shout out to us because what we used to do. Remember, we used to work for Raheem. Mike and I to, to help my oh. mom out. There was this guy who had this van and he would put, I mean, nowadays would look real suspect, but he used <laughs> to put these kids into these little black kids yeah. and would drive He's us strong. to the suburbs to sell candy to the, and to what the rich was, white people. to the rich white people. So what was so funny was that we were, he was so skilled at teaching us. We had to come back for everything. So if you're not going to do somebody, it's like, no, I can't buy your, your thing. Cause I'm diabetic, but you will be helping the kids in the community. If somebody said, Oh, I'm low income. Then we had every, like we had, wow. A come back for everything. everything and we were like just to master sell a three dollar candy wow. we, we used to we used to do well and we used to bring the money home to my mom, my mom yeah, yeah. Wow. we'll give her like half the money so we get like these candies we sell them for like three dollars and out of every three dollars we get 75 cents out of each one yeah so you know we'll make about 50 to 75 dollars a week and we get half the money to our mom and we save the other half and as i was able to save school money to go shopping for school school clothes wow. yeah yeah, man. Yeah. So that's how you fun. fund all those nice outfits and necklaces. You no, wear. but let me tell you, Michael. <laughs> at that time, because you know, in Africa, like we newly from um, African country, we don't really care about name brand as long as yeah. it was new. So Mike would go, you know, we'll buy our meat, our groceries, and sh- and sneakers all in the same aisle. <laughs> so Michael <laughs> would like come to school and be feeling good about himself because it's like, oh, it's new, but like. What the hell is Bobos? What is new? <laughs> Bobos. They make your feet feel fine. Bobos. They, they cost a dollar ninety-nine. Bobos. I forgot the rest of that Bobos song. Everybody that ever wore Bobos, no. No. You won't know about that. You is always that the Payless? Uh, well, like any kind of na- no-name No name shoes. Oh, no Bobos. name, yeah. Like Star Trek or oh, Trekkie. Like in <laughs> action. Yeah, I had you know. My, I had a pair of sneakers that was called in action. It cost my mom... Nine ninety nine actually it was more than it was nine dollars and ninety nine cents. She got it right next to the chicken. But remember that time. <laughs> this is a true story. Remember that time we asked our mother for a television. We're living in like the artist, Mrs. Artist basement, or whatever. We asked her for a TV. It's like, mom, it'd really be nice to have a TV. We want a TV. Oh. So my mom all of a sudden comes home. I don't know how she got this thing in the house, but bought the biggest Bible she could find. And said, "There's your TV. <laughs> it has comedy. It has dramas. Everything." Yeah, my mother's an evangelist. She just us all she wanted just God in us. I'm like, mom, we know God personally now. I was like, how did you get that TV? How did did you get that Bible home? Like the thing was bigger as this table. She's like, that's your TV. So we never asked for TV again. Oh, you remember whose basement we lived in? Or whenever they flushed the the toilet, the artist, the artist in basement. That was the only one. Yes. Whenever she would flush the toilet, we lived. We were like, bring the bleach, bring the bleach. Yeah, we lived in my basement. So whenever they flush the toilet, it's like you get to smell all the doo doo. Or sometimes (laughs) they leave. And then we went from <laughs> then we got our own place. When mommy came back in Philly. From, we got no, no, before place. Philly. We was in like oranges. We, yeah, we, we lived with the Morrison. Then. It was a Morrison. Now before the Morrison, we had our own place. We rented our attic. We forgot uh-huh. that was in yeah. East Orange, New Jersey. Yeah. And then we moved to Philly. We finally got our own place. Got a, yeah. a real home. I got my own bedroom for the first time. Yeah. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, three bedroom. We had a three, yeah, three bedroom row house. Yes. My mother's paying $300 a month. Wow. That's why I moved to Philly. That's it was so much cheaper. Good. Yeah. Philly was much cheaper. So Philly definitely was the best thing that happened to us because Philly, you know, we got to Philly. It was so different. You could get a job right away. I went to Domino's Pizza, got a job immediately. Yeah. 
in, in, in Jersey, it was so hard to get a job. Having a job at McDonald's was good. That's how hard it was. Like you couldn't even get a job at McDonald's when I was a kid back in the day. Oh, it's overpopulated at that time. Not that it was hard to get a job. Remember one like, of my mom's one of my mom's jobs though was McDonald's. Remember she used to bring fish fillet. We had all that free yeah. fish fillet stuff. All this we used to eat all wow. the burgers. My mom bring out yeah. the and we'll freeze them up and eat them the next day. Oh. And then, I think yeah. it's illegal because I think them they put throw, throw them things away every day. And, and my mom freeze. didn't like throwing away food. My mom never threw away food, man. Mike, yeah. but you know what? It's so funny when you brought up music. I thought of. When we were in North Newark and Michael, you guys don't know, but Michael's first movie was Lean On Me, by the way. Lean On Me. He was an extra. In the, that he, he's, he's the guy with the hot top yeah. fade in the Boston Celtics. In the courthouse. Jack. Yeah, outside the courthouse. Yeah. It was so funny because he came home and was like, I'm going to be in a movie. I'm like, no, you're not. He's like, yeah, so what are your lines? I said, tell me your lines. He's like, free Mr. Clark. Free and Mr. Clark. And that's when you hit him free with a Mr. pot Clark. in the pan. No, no. no. Then the I was like, up. no, you have to, he Sleepy. had two lines. He was like, it was free Mr. Clark. Free Mr. Clark. Then it was, oh, oh, that was his line. No, no, no. Oh, no. Yeah, they, no, they gave you extra every, lines. Yeah, every extra had to say that. But he was in a, remember you in a talent show? He's still to this day mad at me because he was in a talent show. Back then that we had no Google, right? So he wanted to sing this Luther Vandross song. Which one? So amazing. So amazing. Love has truly been good to me. Not even one sad day. Or many have I had since you've come my way. So that was. Wow. Michael Roxon. So, so listen. I forgot she was a big time singer. Wow. She's, never she's a great singer. Listen. So I gave him. That's the far. So I wrote all the words down for him. She wrote all the. So, and wrote, fucked it up. Yeah. So all the wrong words. <laughs> But the, you know, Luther Vandross, God rest his soul, Luther Vandross songs were like 27 minutes long, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he would stretch a song forever. So I was like, I, I wrote down what it sounded like. So he came up like, you gave me the wrong word. Oh, shit. Mike, you could have been the next uh, Luther Vandross. No, no. Nah, she gave me all the wrong fucking words. Luther, no Ross. Because oh, <laughs> he was I was. Terrible. I had on a, I wore a tied one, a tied one sweatsuit. The talent show oh, that day. Oh, Todd One. Remember LL Cool J used to rock Todd One yeah. all the time. Yeah. Todd One sweatsuit. I had it on. I had like a little S curl in my hair. You, yeah, he you were did. all set what up. My, I had like, well, S curl is like, you put curl Jerry, real curls, you know, but you put it, you put the Jerry curls in your hair, but you don't let it stay too long so it doesn't look too activate like it don't look yeah. too wet so I don't yeah. look like you got a curl so I just looks like you got Indian in your family <laughs> right I put enough in there to look like I have Indian in my family I had my Taiwan real beautiful new, black Indian I went on stage family. sang that song and they with said, all the wrong words but you know what the kids didn't know any better anyway <laughs> so I got away with what it what did you sing you should have sing a house it's not a home that's it that's all you would have known listen I would have done worse there's no love and house Sing this song for us. <laughs> when there's no one there, and I'm still in love with you. That should do a group. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Any and Chinese best friend. Y'all make a nice duet. That's I know. Idea, I, I do Mike. like Chinese best friend. That's a great idea. Do you, is there any other song? You look, you know a lot of Luther songs. I know it. Well, let me tell you that one of my jobs still when I was in college was I, and Michael doesn't know this, but I sang in a wedding band. So you I had did? to know all the top food. I had to take care of my family, my kids. So one of my jobs was I... A wedding singer? I was a wedding singer. Oh, that's a weekends. great idea. Yes. So you have to know all these random top 40 songs. So I was like the most like... 
You're really good at memories then. Oh my God, yes. And singing harmony and all that stuff. So that was, you know. When was the last wedding you sing? Oh, this was like 20 something years ago. It was a long you want to do a duet in Michael Blackson and Miss Rada Darling's wedding? <laughs> you know, I don't think he can afford me, but because you know. Chenny, I'm going to save myself money. I'm going to have you sing at the wedding. Oh, thanks, Mike. <laughs> What song are you gonna sing? I want to make sure she writes the lyrics. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I yeah, got I you. I'll memory just, problems. I'll just write what I think it says. So yeah, but congratulations anyway to Mike Carrado. Oh, thank yeah. you. So what's going on, Andy? What's going on with you? Yeah, who's your favorite brother? Oh, that's a good question. None of them. Um, honestly, <laughs> you know, Mike and I, like, we're the closest in age. And of course, we spend more time in the U.S. together. Um, but, you know, my siblings is one of those things where you, you know, you, you are like you have age differences yeah, and apart. you grew up apart. Yeah, grew oh, apart. yeah. yeah. So you kind of like, yeah. you know, what well, I mean, like time. we like I, I was telling we, we went we I went we went 15 years I went 15 years so that means she even went longer without seeing them yeah so we just oh, we grew apart it's, I mean, they, like it's gonna part. be in the movie stay tuned the movie will be coming oh, that's the right. movie will be coming it's out. like one of, them, one of them Indian movies we watched when we was kids yeah so we used to watch these Indian movies right people would separated yeah brothers and to be separated for 20 years yes, right yeah. that's and then they are grown up is. and they, then they, they have yeah. no idea they were brothers and one day they're fighting each other right yeah and one rip a, I remember that a, Rip her off his clothes off, and you see a mark on him. Yeah, and you're like, like, oh, I have the and you same mark. mark. Hey? You're my brother. Speaking uh. of, but it's so funny. Speaking of television, <laughs> when we were growing up in Liberia, like if you, if your house didn't have TV, of course you go to your friends to watch TV, but they would like charge you ten cents, oh. and. If you didn't have the money, you try to stand outside and watch. They would close the window, so it was just like. You oh said. yeah. So it was yeah, it was quite the struggle. But but I, but I think I remember when we did get a TV. I remember we look out the window, a whole bunch of motherfuckers watching our TV from outside, and we closed the window. But it was so funny. <laughs> I can't find this picture. But we when Mike came to America, Mike was so happy to be to have a TV. Like I remember there was one picture you took of you like turning the remote because you know, back then, kids, you guys don't yeah remote controls. Yeah, it's but big. growing up, we were the remote. It was only we had two channels on and off, motherfucker. That was ABC, NBC, CBS, and off. No wonder why Michael Blackson has one TV with four remotes. Yeah, yeah. Is that your childhood trauma? I used to do this thing where I watched so much. I don't know if you guys remember the old television show, The Saint, where Roger Moore, Simon, he plays Simon Templar, whatever. Oh yeah. Maybe I used to love that show yeah. so much that whenever we'll sit at the table and we're praying, like saying grace over our food, I will always pray for Simon Templar. <laughs> <laughs> so Roger Moore owes his, the longevity of his life to me because I will always pray for him right after I pray Roger for Roger Moore, food. if you're still alive, he, I hope he, you live longer. Yeah. You know, you guys Is were talking. I think he's alive. He's oh. he's British. So like they oh, live yeah, long because all they do just colonize shit. Um, yeah. But um. When you guys were talking about like how long you want to live, I, I yeah. really want to live long because I, I graduated high school in 1992. So I want to die age 92. So I feel like I'm being Ooh. promoted to higher learning. 2092. Yeah. No, I want to die age 92. Oh, in 92, yeah, in age 92. That's the year I graduated high school. So that's now a, I'll be that's able a, to. Um, 92 is, is, that's the normal African age. Yeah. You know, they, have you heard this new thing? I watch a lot of Discovery Channel on uh, YouTube. 
They said that if you check your blood, you'll be able to tell when you're going to like estimate when you're going to die. Well, it also depends on where you If you live in New Jersey, anybody listen, living <laughs> in New Jersey, you won't live very long because the pollution, the air pollution, the pollution? Yes. will take you out. Oh, you're quickly. right. Yeah, you have the to same with New York in. too, right? Yeah. It's close yeah. enough. Philly. Oh, you're right. And That's... if you're in the wrong relationships, it will also oh, yeah, take you, away you from take... your life as well. Yeah, I heard it takes down 50% of your life. How's your relationship, Chinese best friend? I'm eight, 95% of my life right now. Five more percent to go, and I'm dead. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm very happy, Michael Blackson. I have a very sweet, wonderful Hungarian girl and a baby. Oh. Yeah. I think I will live till... What did you say earlier? <laughs> I think you said 81. 72, I think. Oh, 72, okay. Do you want to live that long or longer? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, my grandfather lived till the age of 89. Our great-grandmom really? lived to 124. 124. 124. I'm telling you, oh, ask her, mom. No, it was 124. She beat the world record. That's dark I, No, no, dog listen age. to me. I, I, you know, I've worked, I spent a majority of my career working in television news. And I always used to hate when people would say, the oldest person in the world. No, just say the oldest person in America that you know of. There are people all around the world oh, that are living right. longer, longer, but they're they don't have a reality show, so nobody knows. Nobody them. knows. Yeah. yeah, so it's okay. People do live long. Dang, she's one twenty four. She was. Yeah, Is I remember the, I met her before when we were going to London before I came to the states. She Is she old. the oldest lady in Ghana? No, my mom said there's a guy right now in her village. And in Saban, and he's like 135. She said Whoa. that he, he, he hides and doesn't want anybody to really know who he is. Yeah, so who? if you see him, don't take a picture of him because you might Mike, kill him. can you invite him to who? the podcast? No, no, my mom The mom said that there's a guy in her village that's, that's old, what? like at least 135 years old. Yeah. I want to go find him. Can you have him in the podcast, Mike? How can we, can we like, Fly how we find out? Can we like take one of his teeth out and no. examine it? Oh, yeah, you could. See, you guys are Well, he used. doesn't have any teeth. Y'all used to the man telling y'all what is true when folks trying to tell y'all what is true. Yeah, but However, you know, no, in most town in village, nobody's there to write down nobody's birth certificate, so we have no clue. I how think old this people is. know how old you, people had numeric systems before people somebody else developed a different system. There, every culture has a way of counting. The man, a white man, did not invent numbers. Okay, they didn't. No, oh, I thought they did. We were counting way before. It's Albert Einstein. Damn, 130. I didn't know this. That's in 35. Yeah, he's old. We he's have to go find. Old. We have to. I'm Can go you find him, Mike? Yeah, I'm bring him. I'm call TMZ. Just move yeah. into your house. You have three bedrooms. I mean, what's going to happen? He's going to live another 30 years. <laughs> right? Shout out to Ghana. <laughs> I'm, nah, I'm, he's going. I'm, maybe he go to the school or something. Maybe. Yeah, maybe he could <laughs> teach there. Not like how to be old, <laughs> <laughs> how to live till one thirty-five. I'm sure he can tell. He us could a teach few history things. in your school. What's up, Marasokas? This is your African King of Coming, Michael Blackson. I'm here to ask you a question. Are you subscribed to my podcast, the Marasoka Podcast, with me, Michael Blackson? If not, you are missing out on the crazy interviews, the exclusive behind-the-scenes content of my life, and tons of VIP celebrity guests. So listen up, Mother Sucker. Stop what you are doing right now and go find the Mother Sucker Podcast with me, Michael Blackson, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe. It's free. So go do it right now. And don't forget to catch a new episode every Tuesday. 
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, we have the Blacks and Angels here. Hey, can you, oh. what do you want to drink, Chinese best friend? I would like to drink a tequila, please. I thought you wasn't drinking anymore. Well, you offered. <laughs> this is tea for me. You want to, um, you wanna Paula, you wanna find some tequila for Chinese best friend before we say bye bye. How about you, Michael? We'll have a toast to Eli. Is it time to go yet? No, not yet. No, it's okay. not. You got another three hours. Eddie Winslow's coming later. Now why do you need tequila right now? Oh, because Mike offered. If Mike offered you crack, would you take it? Uh, probably would. <laughs> Depends. So Mike is your influencer. Oh, that's okay. Oh, thanks. That's okay. Yeah. It's just for decoration, Mike. I don't really drink. Okay, I appreciate yeah. it, man. Cause the, yeah, we... hey, Mike, is that a pigeon over there? <laughs> uh, yeah, so how is he living with the uh, African, the known as the African king of comedy, Michael Blackson? Was he always a funny kid? or You know, that is such a great question yeah. because I think it was really a surprise to all of us um, when Michael decided that he thought he was funny. Yeah. Um, because... <laughs> 
I remember, like, in high school, his big thing was Big Daddy Kane. Like, you couldn't yeah. tell him he wasn't Big Daddy Kane. Oh. He walked around, like, you know, it was so funny because everybody thought he, because he, he wore the nicest clothes. People thought, oh, he was a drug dealer, but he was really a pizza dealer. <laughs> uh, he worked pizza, but nobody knew because you know Ooh. he kind of hit that part. Because if you, if Philadelphia, I always say is one of the most segregated cities. Because if you're downtown, you really don't know what's going on Ooh. everywhere. Else. So nobody really from the neighborhood what... knew. No, but then I remember, you know, when he was finished high school, he started telling jokes, and you know, he would tell me some of them, and I would laugh just in support. Oh. Um, you know, I didn't think he would take it seriously. Um, so of course I helped him write some of his jokes and stuff and gave him his humor. Um, yeah. She, a, and did I you, think, did you write it in a paper wrong? Mike, <laughs> no, no, no wonder why no, no, people, no, no, <laughs> she no. wrote the jokes wrong. No, I mean, you have Same. to try the jokes on people. But one thing I think I admire was that he didn't give up. He kept trying. Uh, um, I think the one thing my mom was that. like, my mom was like, um, you can't, you know, you have to go to school. You have to get some kind of trades. I think he went to Craft Institute and got a travel industry kind of yeah, he certificate. Went yeah, yeah, I, went, I did. Yeah, I did. I went to school to work travel or travel school because I went. That's how he used to pick up girls. He's like, "Hey, I got a buddy pass." Oh, you know shit. what I mean? That was that was his. Mike, thing. did you tell the girls that you were a pilot? No, nah, he just yeah. said I could give you a buddy pass, a, a, a standby <laughs> ticket to <laughs> Las Vegas. <laughs> but he, you know, he did his he did his thing comedy. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I just want to say rest in peace to um, AJ Johnson. Um, oh yeah, yeah, who, who passed? A, oh, he's a funny guy. I've seen him. I loved him. I remember at one point, you know, I used to work with Mike in like booking his shows and different stuff. And AJ was always funny as hell. Of course, he was a tortured soul, but just a sweet, kind. And I think when I saw that he had passed, I, I it, it really saddened me. So, um, I just pray that he's resting in peace and telling much better jokes in heaven than he did here. Um, I mean, he was funny, but he's I'm sure he's funnier funny in heaven. Um, yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, yeah. You know, his last few years was. You know, I'm sure it was pretty tough for him. Yeah. Um, you know, but like I remember his his earlier his earlier his career from like Friday, and then I got the hookup, and then I mean he had he had a great career. He was know? just naturally funny. Yeah. Like he didn't try. You around yeah, he him, just, he was just naturally. I seen funny. that guy be, when yeah. I was gonna watch a YouTube video to go to sleep. <laughs> and I didn't sleep. I was like, "Whoa, this guy's yeah, funny." Yeah, he was. He was. He was yeah. funny. And yeah. just so you know, just the way he passed. So I just want to remember. It's him. like the whole we lost the whole cast of the Friday movie. Yeah, we lost John Witherspoon. Yeah. We lost but you're still here though. So that's Mike, good. you think that Friday I movie Friday, is Friday, not looking next like Friday. looking like Barney's X-ray? What the hell are you wearing? Uh, this is, um... You do look like Barney's X-ray right now. <laughs> hey, Mike, you think the the cast of the <laughs> Friday movie is? Is Jinx? No, motherfucker. No, they just got old no, rapper. Or anybody that I mean, has a line more than five minutes. No, or we don't believe. Minutes, I don't so believe in good. Jinx. You know? Oh, yeah. Evil Except only has the power you give it. He blamed me for losing in the football game yesterday, yeah, he's the Jinx. other day. I, like, I didn't tell him about... When I, when I won my first nine-game parlay, I didn't... I told him after I had won it already. So now I'm winning, I'm winning my other parlay. All my teams have won. This is one Steelers game. I called him. I said, hey, listen, man. When is, if the Steelers game win... I win fifteen thousand yeah. dollars more. Since I told, uh, since I told him that he started, it was still was a fourteen nothing. Mike. Wait a minute, you can't blame it. You got to blame Ben Roethlisberger's noodle arms. He needs to retire yesterday. <laughs> That's noodle not arm. on him. That's not on him. 
Big oh, yeah. Ben needs to. That's right. And the freaking and it's Bengals whooped their ass. Yes, we did. Go Bengals. Hi, Eli. Mom Me- loves you. I just want to say shout out to my kid, Eli, oh, Apple. Eli Apple. I love you. I am so proud of you. You are my best friend on the entire planet and i love you i just have to say I'm four sure weeks from today four weeks from today will be four years since i had brain surgery oh. and i just want to shout out my son because he took so good care of me my surgery was over eight hours long he sat there by himself oh what a good kid i had to i ha- I couldn't go to rehab because i had balancing issues and the whole nine he took care of me while he was dealing with so much bullshit with the giants he held me down he continues to hold me down i love you you are my entire heart. That's it. We yeah. love you, Eli Apple. You're a good kid. He's a great kid. Yes. Paula, you want to have any kids? You have kids, Paula? Uh, I don't have kids, no. Do you want some? Right now, no. You don't yeah. want them? Why I, not? I may change my mind. Who knows? But Would you want to like have them out of your, your like, stomach? Don't have children. You won't have extra money for buy shoes. So you got to think about that. It's so much. Yeah, it's yeah they're expensive. And then you're raising a whole human, you know, you don't know how you're going to affect it's, them. Yeah. Like, I don't know, it's scary. But people be having like dogs and treat the dogs like human. They, they dogs. I do that. I do. You have a dog? Um, I yeah. love dogs. I, I treat them like my child. Exactly. How much that little puppy costs you every month? Well, I got, oh, every month? Yeah, my it's puppy is vegetarian. Yeah. Mike, he eats more than expensive food than me. He can't yeah. eat chicken. He can't eat other dog food because they mix it with chicken. See, black people, we give the dog whatever we eat. That's yeah. not true. I'm a black person, and I loved my dogs. My dog had every loved bones in the world, every dogs. nigga disease, high blood pressure, diabetes. Because <laughs> we, we give him, we give him. You had a dog li- before? My yes, yeah. I had my Domino's. Okay, oh, let's you, talk I about. Know, let's talk about. Let's talk about Domino's. And guys, I'm Peter's gonna be on your ass because I'm finna snitch. Peter's okay. not listening. Don't worry. We uh, hope Eli Apple's <laughs> listening today. I'm finna snitch. I'm finna sing like Tech Nine. Is that his name? Put a tattoo on my neck because I'm about to snitch. Oh, uh, Tekashi Six Nine, not Tech Nine. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Unless there's another rapper. I can't keep up. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it's we Mike's had friend. this. I don't know who gave Mike this dog. You got a dog? Domino's. No, we were li- we were not I little, but we were high school. <laughs> he named it after Domino's Pizza, right? Oh. So let me tell you, when, we, when he first brought the dog home, the dog was this little white little fur ball. Then like three hours later, the dog became this oh, big shit. thing, right? The dog just grew overnight like like freaking Clifford, the big red dog. But he was a big white dog. But the thing was, we were younger then, so we didn't know. Like, you have to actually take a dog to school and train it. He was just, like Liberian said, he was big for nothing. That means like he was <laughs> just big but not smart and would just run everywhere. He's, well, he sat in the backyard and just ate and shit it. That's all he did. I never took him for so a walk. So one day, my mm. mom was like, okay, Mike, take the dog to the shelter or take something. Like, you got to give the dog back. So let me tell you. So, Michael, you want to tell them how you, how Domino's. No, let me. I, don't say it because you'll probably try to lie. So one day, Michael came home. He's like, oh, so what shelter, whatever, did you take the, did you take Domino's? So he's like, oh, I opened the door. He ran out. I wrote the windows down and he ran out. He ran out. I, so, I, excuse me. I just want to say this to Domino's, the dog. If you're on South Street listening, he probably has tattoos and piercings all over. And I know it's like 25. No, it was more than 25 years ago. Yeah, probably yeah, like 20, 30 years. Yeah, yeah, that dog, I'm sure he's dead by now. So, okay. to the he's spirit of Domino's, in a home now. wait, can we? 30 years no. ago, he should can not be Can we just give Domino's a moment? Oh, okay. Just give a moment of silence for Domino's. <laughs> 
because I think about how he probably was on South Street. He probably sold his body. I don't know, but I used to think about like a CEO. Is he selling his body? Like, what is he Mike, doing? what did you really well, do? This to I, I got to the point where I said, you know what? I can't. I didn't know about the SPCA. I could just take this nigga somewhere and let other people take care of him. I just thought that, you know. He let done, him run out in I was the like, street. I don't know what to do with him. So I was like, you know what? Put him in a car. Let me just take him for a ride. If I rode him with his name, if he jumps out, then he just hey, I don't even want to hear. Yeah. Mike, was, you know what? You should have dropped it off in a million years. Like, it was like 30 some years ago. It, he it was, was like 30. A, it was 30 was, years ago. It was 30, he was a very stupid dog. He just grew up okay, in the backyard. Okay, in his defense, he wasn't stupid. His owners were not <laughs> smart in educating <laughs> him. There are no dumb dogs. There's just silly, lazy dumb ass owners. owners. Yes. So, Domino's, your, your integrity lives on. You weren't dumb. You just were with a careless owner. He was the owner. dumbest dog. He was. Well, Mike, I, I was it a boy or a girl? He was a boy. You okay. can't even tell. He was don't. a boy. <laughs> you never told it to hey, him. It was a boy. It was okay. a boy. In the new era we're in with transgenders and everything, I don't know what kind of dog I had. Stop. So he was. Mike, he you was, never took that dog for a walk. He identified as a male dog. He was did. he neutered? I don't no. know if he, he probably well, had he this. He doesn't even know the gender. Do you the think dog he was kind of sex true. So, yeah. Domino's was just big, white, I'm glad Domino's was... Yeah. Somewhere else, better place. I know. Do you guys, do you guys know the story, Sylvester Stallone's story about his dog? No. Oh, no. About yeah. how he, like, he was so poor when he was, you know, trying to get into movies. He was so poor, he had to give the dog away because he didn't have any money for food for himself, so let alone the dog. And he gave the dog away, and I think it was, like, 10 years later, don't quote me on this, but 10 years later, he bought the dog back from the person he had given him to because he missed his dog. Oh. And he I don't believe Sylvester Stallone. I think he saw that episode on Lassie. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like it. Yes, Sylvester Stallone. 10 years later. First of all, I can't even see Sylvester Stallone telling a full story. Rocky should have been a movie that has subtitles, by the way. Why are we talking about Sylvester Stallone? Because oh, I right. cannot understand one thing that man ever said in that movie. She really had loved him because, I mean, how can you connect with a man you can't have a whole conversation with? Oh, she was like, just go to bed. <laughs> just, That's why just the relationship lasts long. Because hmm. one of the dog was Domino's. Probably was probably the dog. He probably found them on the streets. Dom, I mean, it was Philly, right? Was he probably Philly. Rocky in Rocky. Philly. Yeah. yeah. Well, the good yeah. thing about it is a big dog, so they can't be run over by a he car. He was happy though. Yeah, he, he was happy. He's probably happy somewhere else. They Ooh. probably renamed him Pizza Hut. Like. Did you as have long a as it's not Papa John's, that's the worst pizza on God's earth. Oh, you serious? That, well, Papa John's I, 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 is luckily trash. Luckily, they're not offer to be sponsors from us. Well, then, we'll yeah. sponsor them a new damn recipe. Your <laughs> your pizza is total trash. I don't even know. I would take the DiGiorno delivery guy over you, <laughs> and DiGiorno doesn't even deliver. Well, so I was <laughs> planning to buy Michael Blackson a Chihuahua for his birthday. I should just do not give that. him a dog. Oh, darn. Do not give him a dog. What am I gonna do? But with I that do. Dog? I had, you know. But since then, you know, I've, I've dogs are very special. I had two that I loved, loved, loved. Oh loved. yeah, you had that. What that big yeah, dog? Yeah, Dutch that, um... and Bear. And I think when I got divorced, I didn't want to separate them. And, are they um, both alive? So I yeah. Um. So that was hard. That so was you hard. had to pick which one you keep. No, I didn't want to separate them, so I let him keep. It's like if you give them. birth to like if you have twenty yeah, you kids, didn't want to separate. And you don't want to separate them from Because Dutch would have been like my mind, but I knew that Bear needed him and. It was just time to move on. But anyway, I am planning to get another dog next year. A, 
a dog that I wanted to be a girl. I want to teach her how to twerk. Do you, you know want me mean? to kidnap the dog from your ex-husband? No. Okay. No. That dog is, how, many, how old is he now? He got to be like at least 16 dog age, right? No. Um, they're still alive? Good. Yeah. Yeah, they're still alive. That's so. great. Yeah, but I'm going I'm going to, once my you know life kind of slows down, I want to definitely look into getting me a dog. What kind of dog are you looking for? Like Michael's dog? You know, the thing is, everybody, like, I have friends, everybody say, get a rescue dog, get a rescue dog, and I want to, but I'm sure the dog I want won't be rescued, so I'm going to really, really get me a bougie dog, and just the dog and I will come up with a, a backstory. So I will tell the dog, idea. anybody asks you, just say you were rescued. Yeah. Rescued right outside of Neiman Marcus or something, like, I don't know. Like, so, it's just all about training your dogs, too. How about this backstory. emotional dogs? How to determine which one is? Like they use dogs like, are the oh, yeah, best. Right. Let me tell you, my dog Dutch. When I had my, um, when I had my, um, in 2015, I was diagnosed with a blood clot in my brain. I suffered a stroke, or whatever. And I remember being. I always thought blood clot were like Jamaicans. <laughs> You're so <laughs> annoying. So anyway, he stayed at my side. Like he would the whole time when I was wow. bedridden. Like he he just was there. So they're they're naturally loving, loving, loving. Dogs. Yeah, dogs are just the best. So I, I dogs yeah. really nice. Like I think you should. What consider. kind of dog you have, Paula? A little Shih Tzu. He's also an emotional support. Yeah. Oh, a, uh, yeah. Did you get I that card to, from Craigslist? I got one. Fifty dollars. <laughs> no, I I actually had to get a psychiatrist to to write me a letter and yeah. say that's why I could travel with him. That way I could travel with him like right next to me. And so not, why like, why what's, yeah. what's the pro- emotional like like you just you, no they really are you like, get yeah, free they you like I had a friend who had an emotional support pit bull and she had anxiety attacks and panic attacks and the she dog the dog would lick her lick like throw her down on the floor and lick her until she felt okay again i think she, like if, if i was her therapist if i was her therapist she needs a boyfriend <laughs> she had no, a boyfriend that's not the boyfriend can be probably the source of her anxiety so mm. i think she is is, is about inner this is the smart uh, yeah uh, Listen, I am yours, I am so glad to be here because I feel like the intelligent life here right now. So Michael Blackson, I feel like I read the whole Wikipedia page after listening to your sister. <laughs> it made me IQ higher. I could build Aww. a goddamn spaceship after this show. Yeah. You can. You sure it's not like, the damn tequila? No, I didn't thank even take you. a sip yet. Yes, and I'm happily single. Oh, uh, it, oh! It, let me tell you a funny story. We have a lot of single listeners. Let me tell you a funny story. But the one time, Michael doesn't do nice things for me. But there was Ooh. one time that he actually tried. Because one time I wasn't feeling well. So what he did, he showed me the DM. He had DM Idris Elba to say, hey, oh. my sister. This was years ago when I actually liked him. And he was like, oh, my sister likes you. It was like maybe four years ago. He's like, my sister really likes you. She's not feeling well. It'd be great if you blah, blah, blah. So I was like, oh, great, yeah. Then I was like, no, Michael, eat. Text him back and let him know that I don't look like you because he probably was like, because <laughs> he probably looked like Michael Blackson's sister. Woof. You know what I mean? What did you say, Michael Blackson? I don't remember. She could have been I married to Idris Elbow. Did you ever say something back? I don't know if he ever responded. I don't think he did. But you did look send at your me the DM. thing. You did send me the um, um screenshot, screenshot, and you right. were like, you know. But then he probably didn't because he thought that your sister looks like you. So I was like, tell him that I don't look like you. But I don't know if you ever send that second text. So did you so. get your COVID shot because Idris Ilbo was the first African American that got his COVID shot? Oh. He's, he's not well. African American though. He's British. African yeah. English. He's Af- he's African British. British. English, yeah. yeah. Well, I no, I got my shot. I, I don't play about that. Listen, I, I'm a child of the 80s. We got shot for everything. 
You yeah. couldn't go to school unless you have vaccines. So I don't know why all of a sudden we've turned it into this big thing. Is vaccines are not new. It's just I now think everybody I blame got Kyrie Facebook. Irving. No, I blame Facebook. Yeah, social media oh. for sure. Yeah, all these videos that were surfacing. Oh yeah, prior right. Yeah. But this is my thing though. Guys are going around just banging anybody, and then they worry about a shot. Exactly. Like, dude, you're just exactly. yeah. It's just like oh, I don't want that in my body. Like the uh, athlete's like, I don't want it in my body. Like, but you have you don't even know sex. what that woman had. <laughs> exactly. just like, or they trust their weed guy with their life. Yeah, you and the bartender, yeah. and their bartender. Exactly. You're right. Oh, Popeyes. If Kyrie Irving, you're listening, go get yourself. No, y'all leave Kyrie alone. Kyrie just burns his sage. But Kyrie, I don't, I don't get mad at him because I have zero expectation for public health information from an athlete. You oh yeah, I mean? you're right. I don't. They I were don't... just so disappointed about LeBron James uh, didn't, you know, say anything nice for the people to have the shot. I think we're so celebrity worship crap. Mm. There are doctors out there. Go listen to the doctors. Dr. Seuss, Dr. Pepper, Doc, whatever. Go Dr. find Seuss a doctor. Dead, I'm just saying. But I'm saying find a doctor. Oh, like, yeah. don't go get mad. Dr. Fauci. Like I said in the beginning. Where are you? You want no, to be a your guest teeth, on our show? If your teeth is bothering you, you don't go to the mechanic. Like, we have to stop being silly. Oh, a celebrity said this. Are you really that goofy? Oh, my God. Kyrie said I shouldn't get vaccinated. Oh, I'm sorry. Where did he get his medical yeah. degree from? When this... When this when COVID first hit, the first person I contacted was my first cousin. He's an immunologist, PhD, oh, that, certified. He, I'm sorry, I went to Philadelphia Public School. What? He's a what? <laughs> he's an immunologist. What That's the what fuck he's is a, that? Immunization. They study like oh, he's Yeah, they study the cures of a different immune system and different diseases. And he's working. His lifelong work had been like to find a cure for malaria and other. Um, diseases but anyway he studied this is what they do and so i went to him because i was because i worked in television news so of course i didn't believe anything the news were saying so i went to so i went to him and he's like yeah this was march of 2020 he's like this thing is serious and for me i took it seriously uh -huh. and the vaccine people actually worked to develop it it works get the vaccine get the vaccine so you don't get sick and worse infect other people just get the vaccine please and sit, sit your ass down it was actually two really young girls that developed it. Yeah, one of them, one of them like African 24. American, and it's like you can't. The vaccine has been tested. Trust me, I've had it. I didn't make me taller, but it works. Well, I it guess works. we'll wait another one year to <laughs> see what happens. Right? It's like, like, did you get vaccinated? I have the card. Oh. Did he get vaccinated, Ryder? We got the card from the lady that gave her the you know, uh, it is a federal, therapy dog card. Wait a minute. It is a federal, <laughs> it, it's a federal offense, though, to be faking that card. Really? You sound faking. I just said I got yeah. the card. That doesn't mean I'm faking anything. Yeah, I got did the you card, get, too. Did you get the shot, though? I got the card. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got the card from the dog lady. <laughs> yeah, that gave her therapy <laughs> dog. Yeah, dude. Well, I, I got both shots. From oh. the dog? No, I got, you I got, got the Johnson got, and Johnson and no, Moderna? No, I got the Pfizer. I got Pfizer. Why are you, what's wrong with Johnson? And I got Johnson? it in Orange County. I got it because I went I went right where all the rich white folks was getting it. Oh, oh you see? Why? Why? <laughs> Why? The kill on the niggas? No, I just didn't want to wait. <laughs> the wait was shorter for me. And, you know, Mike, I had access. Mike, let's go take the uh, shot over there in Orange County. Nah, I'm going to West Hollywood, Beverly Hills. I want to oh, take it the right. same place Brad Pitt takes his. <laughs> Who's your... Immunization guy, Brad Pitt. <laughs> no. I'm sure that America don't want to kill you. 
Yeah, you're right. The batch is perfect. Where is William Shatner getting his <laughs> shot at? That's what I want. Where is Michael Douglas? I want to be in yeah. with those guys. I'll find that out, Mike. Maybe we could Angelina them. Jolie. <laughs> It's official, but I saw that my Patreon page is now live. My weekly Teddy Tuesday and Twerking Thursdays are moving exclusively to Patreon, where they could no longer be censored by the social media companies. I will also be sharing daily updates plus show announcements here first. See you on Patreon, you mother suckers. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i don't know if i want the shot she's getting oh what shot she got well what shot she, got? she can't have her own kids she keep buying these black babies <laughs> No, she got I don't know. Kind of I don't shot? know. I just no. I'm sure she's a nice lady. I just she just always gives me I don't shower vibes. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Which so. one of them? One of them said it on shower. No. <laughs> no, it was um, it no, was Ashton else. Kushner and his wife. Oh. 
Why? Yeah, they don't have water? They don't wash regularly. Yeah, I don't know. Really? But let me tell you something. Maybe I was punking us. Two years yeah, ago, no, two years ago, I went to France for the first time and I went to um, the Louvre, the museum, and we did a, no, it wasn't a Louvre. We went to Versailles. We did the whole tour of the palace. Yeah. And our tour guide told us that many years ago, the reason why they drink so much wine in, in France is because, of course, they couldn't drink the water because the water was all dirty. So that's why they drank the wine. But they were like, the, the kings never washed. They never washed. All they did was change their shirt. So they felt like as long as you had a white collar shirt, you were clean. Dirty asses. But anyway, wow. so once a year, a doctor would come and scrape the dirt off of them. Wow. Yes. I was that like, much okay, dirt? Yes. Damn. That's why French. And they always t- That's why they have. Perf- Do they, they don't wear deodorant that much either, right? In France? I don't, I don't know. But hi, French people. You're good. So they just smell like B.O. But with yeah, right? but no, but they were like the Fancy king. Things. All the king but, did was change his shirt. So as long as you had a white collar shirt, they felt you were clean. Yeah, but the French but were also the year. most romantic people, though. So yeah. obviously, the you women like this smell. That's a colonized yeah, Mike, lie. I think we're, we should lie. stop taking a shower. That's Look a at lie. that. I always saw, like, what's that show? Was the white? What the skunk always getting a hug and kisses? You're what right. cartoon was that? Uh, yeah, the skunk of the Oh, yeah. It was a skunk, right? Yeah. That got all the, the girls because he's yeah. I want to well, be well. That's skunk. the perception they fed. They fed you. I'm not I think, paying there, no I think there are some African month. men who are very romantic. I haven't met him yet, but if you're out there, how are you? Yeah, that's <laughs> racist. You really want an African man? I do. What's more, a, a nice blonde hair, blue eyed, not my Chinese thing. man. Yeah, not my thing. Not my thing. And since I'm how gonna about make Indian good, man, no, not my thing. Pakistanian, not my thing. Middle Eastern. African man. Hey, the last Brazilian. time I saw you, you were so romantically in love on Instagrams. I was. It didn't work. I it, it, did. It, this motherfucker introduce that man to you? No, Mike. no, but it it didn't work out. But I wish him well. Okay. Well, they were the same height. So I knew it was going to work. <laughs> you know, I would say this. Um, a great philosopher of our time, the great Nina Simone, said. We have to learn to walk away from the table when love is no longer being served. Oh. So shout out to the late, great Nina Simone. So. That is actually really romantic. Could yeah. you please write that down? I wanna Absolutely. You want to take that, that down? Post that later on my Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to do it backwards. Yes. <laughs> you have to learn to walk away from the table when love is no longer being served. And I love me. And you have to be as passionate about me as I am about me. Wow. Paula, are you in love? No. I was in love. I was in a relationship with a guy from South Africa, actually. Well, his dad was South African um, for six years. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time. That's yeah. a long time. How far do you guys go? Like a couple of miscarriages? What? No, stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. No, it's, it's a valid that question. Really she nice. must not listen to our podcast, Michael Blackson. No, nah, this is a family-oriented podcast. Chinese no, she one. does. No, but you can't you can be so flippant about miscarriages. No, no, I'm just wondering, like, what happened? I mean, six years, a lot of things, things happened. I just had you a miscarriage to... right now listening to Michael Blackson. I mean, I was being nice. I didn't want to say you have a couple of abortions. Or the other one, the plan B. Oh, anyways, let's continue. So, How I mean, was... is it is it is a myth truth about, about African men? What's the myth? What's the myth? What's the myth? Like, they are cheap? Was he cheap? No, well, he was he was actually from Philly as well. Oh shit! A South African from Philadelphia. Well, his okay. dad was South African. His mom was just black, you know. But is his so name Jay Flawless? Was he biracial? Okay. 
No, black. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, South Africa. Okay. And uh, no, he wasn't cheap. I think it's because he was maybe American, but I don't know. I've never heard that, of that man. I never heard uh, that either. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to say I the didn't other hear thing. That. Yeah, I never but heard shout that. out to South African, though, because when I was in Ghana, of course, Afrobeats is off the hook, but oh. South African music is phenomenal, man. Definitely. Oh, my God. They're yeah. killing it. Killing it, the music scene. Afrobeat so. is a, a South African? No, no. No, Afro, Afro, but I'm more. just saying the African world oh, music. Afrobeat. I'm telling you, the, oh. the best music I've heard is, is in Africa. Like, I'm yeah, telling definitely. you, the we music. Have the best music. The best yeah, music. I love the Jeez. African music. Mike. Shout out to what? everybody doing yeah. the thing from all the guys, my stone boy. It's like no, African. It's a stone boy. Stone boy. He looks like K. Boy. No, 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 wait a minute. Stone boy looks like KRS1. He does like he does like KRS one. He does. He's like KRS one with Fufu. Do you like the song <laughs> Essence by Whiskey? Oh, you talking about Whiskey? Uh, whiskey. You know what? I'm not a big Whiskey Brandon person. Boy. Yummy holiday. That I one's love. really good. Um, you like right. that one? Burkina Faso. Am I saying her name right? South African. The one that she passed. I think she passed away, right? I don't know. Oh, Brenda Faso. I, I, I used to go on stage to that song. Oh, I love that song. I'm not saying her name right. It's, it's Brenda Fasu. She passed away. Yes, Annie. She's at a very yes. young age, like in her 30s. Yes, Chinese best friend. Michael She's South Ma- Africa. <laughs> Ever since you gave him the long lyrics, he doesn't I'm, I'm, know I'm the lyrics I'm curious forever. to what happened to her six years relationship. Oh, yes. Oh, we forgot. Did, did you kill him? <laughs> It no, just, it was. It, it got boring. We grew apart because yeah, we wanted different things. We grew apart. Like, like what, what you wanted? He wanted some pussy, and you wanted more. I don't, I don't you know. got argument a lot, like no, argument. Yeah, yeah, kind of. I was a little bit toxic because I was a teenager. You know, I was really young, and I grew up in a toxic environment. So I was a little bit toxic. Mm. He was perfect. He was really amazing. But um, so it was you. It was me. You found well, another damn, boyfriend. Women never take the blame. That's amazing. It's not about blame. Ovation, if I could it's stand. not about blame. It's about accountability. But, so, yeah, yeah, yeah thank take you. That Did you find another boyfriend? That's why Since you then? left him? Nah, yeah. but she, but no, she probably set her standards as high as that guy. So somebody got to be better than him, oh, right? Yeah, which is why I've been single for like three years now. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah. You know, I think for me, I'm blessed. I have amazing friends, right? And so when you have friends who are passionate about you, you're not going to allow anybody into your life who doesn't love you as passionately as your friends. Like my friends set the standard, my tribe of just amazing humans. So it's like I, you have to, like I was sharing with Rada, I'm the kind of person I'm always happy. I'm always up here. So if yeah. you're going to be in my life, you have to stay up here, but you can't bring me down. When you start to bring me down, you got to go. That's a great idea. Yeah, I protect my peace. Is it's the most nice. important, especially surviving brain surgery. You know, your your health is everything. Oh, you know, yeah. like a great writer said, your you gotta biography, live your life every day happy. Yeah, your biography becomes your biology. So you have to really manage your mental health and your mental space. And if they can't keep you where they found you, they can't bring you down. So, yes, but I I'm excited. I'm excited. I think the the guy who is as passionate as I am is out there. And um, I'm sure they're listening six, to Madasaka Podcast. He's going to be 6'3", 6'4". How tall is he? He's going to have to be. 6'3"? He has to be tall. <laughs> my son is 6'2", so you have to be taller than my kid. He has to be 6'4", six 6'5". So let me, I mean, who's out there single 6'3", maybe like um, Danny DeVito? He has DeVito. to be. Oh, no, they he oh, has to Danny be, Glover. I'm 47, so he has to be 45 Danny Glover, to 55. Danny Glover. I'm not doing any 30s. Danny Glover is like... Danny Glover. Remember we saw him a few months ago? 
No, you weren't with me. Yeah, yeah. We he was on the podium. Remember, we went to this thing, the aftermath, oh. and he oh, yeah, was so right. old. No, not that old. Not that old. Yeah, you're too old, Donnie Glover. Go over there to the. No, but who? I I dated someone who was like 18 years older. Ooh. And and <laughs> I think he likes like. Did he die? No, he's still alive. Oh. He's nice. He's a he's he's a nice nice guy. You know, it he's didn't work really out. It, it didn't work out. Idris Elba is still married, right? He's not my type anymore. Well, Idris I think after it. he listened to this podcast, Michael Blackson, <laughs> he's gonna not No, I I mm. love smart men. I I like an intelligent. Well, let's look. How about like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? He's seventy. He's too old, Mike. Yeah, Mike. He's he, too he, old. he can't even barely like, make a fucking jump old. shot. Magic Johnson's still married, right? I have too much energy. I need somebody. He's too old. He's too old. Magic Johnson, he's he has married. to love to travel. He has to love to work out. Oh, he has I mean, I'm thinking my tall guy. I'm thinking my NBA players, like expired players. No professional <laughs> athletes, please. Michael Jordan. No pro athletes. But Mike, Michael I'm Jordan. too dark for Michael. He likes them very, very much. Way lighter than me. So, mm. But he's not my type. Scotty no Pippen. Pro, no pro athlete. No, no. He's, no, no pro athlete. Shaquille O'Neal is single. Yeah, he's single. Can I tell you a Shaquille O'Neal story? Yeah, yes. do tell. I was working um, one of my jobs in college. I worked at a five-star hotel. Oh. And um, I worked as a concierge. And this was when he was with Orlando. And um, Orlando Magic. This was like way in the 90s. I'm I dating remember myself. that. Yeah. And I was coming into work. I had my earphones on because I was you know, going to school full-time, working full-time. And I come, I'm walking and I run smack into him because they stay at a hotel. And, and I remember him walking over. He's like, oh, she's, she's, you know, said how cute I was. And I believe him. Because fast forward years later, I was doing Red um, Hollywood um, Unlock Access, oh, Access, Access Hollywood, Hollywood for oh. at the ESPYS, and he was one of the people I interviewed. And I asked him, I said, "Hey, Shaq, who are you looking forward to seeing today at the ESPYS?" He said, "You, baby, you looking so fine." <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like that. Yeah, but then he does like petite women. So, but he's nice. But well, he's yeah, because he's a date. He did a hoops, and she was yeah. like four eleven. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I seen that one. I'm five one. Yeah, but then I mean, she was like right here. <laughs> She yeah, remember right I there. saw Hoops. Yeah. But you know the funny thing about it? I took a picture. It was me, Shaq, Flavor Flav, and Hoops, right? Wow. And what I an said, ugly picture. And I said, I'm the only one in this picture that don't fuck Hoops. Because Flavor oh, Flav, because she was nice. on um, Flavor of Love. How do you know that? Just because she was on the show doesn't mean she dropped her draws uh, for him. I'm saying, I'm just... You I'm know, just, perception. You, you know, people are always lying on some woman's vagina. You don't know that. He probably, just because he stood next to it on me, he got I it. remember that picture. I remember it was it was during Super Bowl weekend in Indianapolis. Where's yeah. the picture, Mike? But Shaq was On my cool. Instagram. Just look up Super Bowl from when, when was it in Indianapolis? Who, I forgot who played, but I remember yeah. I was there for the Shaq All-Star Comedy Jam. I think Shaq messes with you a lot. That's Shaq my li- Shaq lied to him. He said, I have a house for sale for $1.65 million. We went there. Was going to buy it. Whoa, great, man. Can he leave some shoes? Yeah, you're going to buy it. Chuck, I'm going to buy it. Chuck goes there. Yeah, it'll be like 3.5. I'm like, what the fuck? This is like $2 million difference. Right, keep that raggedy house. No, no pro athletes. Thank you. Uh, you what, well, I mean. Mike, we have to it's find It's not just a, for me. I know that's So what not. are you looking for, miss? Like a teacher? Uh, no, principal? I yeah. want, no, just someone who. Hopeless romantic. Uh, COVID no, vaccination no, no, no. giver. Yeah. <laughs> no, somebody who is successful in his own right. Um, passionate about people, loves uh, community. A lot of homeless people are passionate um, about people. Yeah, I know. I know. If loves to travel. Oh, you're going to need um, to have a... Yeah, I love to travel. So. You need to a passport? 
Yes. Yeah. Well, you can't have criminal records then. No criminal no, records. No crime. No criminals. Ah, that's right. What if change oh. person? People change. People change all yeah, the time. Yeah, I'm not looking for that change. Um, all right. Six. How tall do you have to be? Six four. Six three. If you're six up. three and up, your disposable income eighteen to ninety, dumb, cripple, or crazy. <laughs> Contact DM me. I'll forward you to any. <laughs> no, that's okay. Apple. Her Instagram is uh. Surviving American. No Surviving G. American. Please do not send me any dick pics. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. You have no idea. Paula is still. You have no idea how many people send after that, you so took a picture with Michael. Don't. Paula is also. And looking I can't for even men. show. You can't even show the pictures to anybody or post it because it's like child porn. That's how little they be sending them. So it's just like. <laughs> Do not send me. You know what I do when I get dick pics, and I love this, and it works really well every time. Send them like seven more dick pics of like bigger dicks. How do you even have those pictures? (laughs) 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 No, no, I just blocked. I just blocked them. Reading the old. She looked at all her dick pics. (laughs) She's like, Like, "Mm." she's like, she's like, she's favorites. Paula's like, like um, Ethiopian no, dick pic, no, Ghanaian no. dick pic, Italian <laughs> dick pic, Ghana dick pic. Oh, Chinese she best friend, this is your dick pic? Yeah, that's <laughs> gonna need a microscope for that, Mike. No, I just block. I just oh, block. really? I remember the first time it happened to me years ago was when Eli first got drafted. Some guy went into my message me on Facebook, and I literally dropped my phone because that was. But now it's just like, okay, block. <laughs> So yeah, oh, I just want to hurt their ego because it's like no, I just ignore it. That, that, that will definitely hurt. If you send a, yeah, a bigger, I'll be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> then he's just gonna send another one, another one. I was like, I don't even want to have that time. Yeah. So. Then it's a big old dick off. No might have time for that. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us in another episode of Motorcycle Podcast. Um, it was fun talking to my sister. Go right. Bengals. A, Love you, Eli. Your sister is amazing lady, Miss Mr. Blacksom. Huh? And she very, very funny and thank you. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. So what year was that when you hit him with a pot and pants? That is French. such a yeah, lie. A I lie. totally did. listen. His I'm head he has all kinds of knots on it. He was dropped as a baby several <laughs> times. You saw it. Several times. And I wasn't even born then, so he has balancing issues. So Well, thank you for joining the other episode of Motorcycle Podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you, Motorcycle. Yeah, see you. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. The Mother Sucker Podcast with me, Michael Blackson, is a Calvary Audio production brought to you by Aha Radio and the Black Effect Podcast Network. Produced by Brendan Morgan of Calvary Audio and A King for the Black Effect. Associate producer is Jeff Apple. Executive produced by Michael Blackson, Keegan Rosenberger, and Dana Brunetti. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., 
And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.